What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode number 21, lucky number 21. Uh, we've got a great show for you here tonight. We are going to go ahead and get you ready for your weekend, break down the NFL, what's going on in the NBA, uh, maybe a little college basketball talk. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and maybe a little bit of entertainment as well. Um, not, not a ton to talk about this week. You know, things are kind of starting to slow down with football uh, and playoffs. So we'll, get, we'll break down that really uh, heavily. But other than that, the other storylines are, you know, just kind of kind of quiet right now. So we'll, we'll see what, uh, what we got to talk about. But let me get the guys on here first. So what's up, guys? What's up, man? What's going on? How's the week been so far? And it is uh, – the weekend can't come soon enough, I'll, I'll say oh, that. Man. Yeah. You know, uh, here in Tulsa, obviously, it's it's pretty cold outside, so don't really feel like doing much other than no. uh, just chilling inside <laughs> and, you know, watching some sports. So uh, I'm pretty excited about just getting to the weekend and being able Me to too. do that. So. And there's a big fight this weekend. So. Big fight. I did mm-hmm. forget to mention that. We'll, pretty excited we'll break down that. a little bit of that here a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I can already see how my Saturday Sunday is going to go, and yeah. uh, let me say this right now: I'm sure the uh, um, girlfriend won't be too happy about that with all the football that's going to be being played this weekend. Oh, your girl? <laughs> yeah, she yeah. don't like football. Well, I mean, she'll watch it, but I mean, when it's an all Taking day, over all day, day Saturday, yeah, all day I'll Sunday think. kind of thing, I don't know if I'll that's I'm lucky that's anyone's girl, fan. My girl loves football. Well, surprisingly, if I'm and not basketball. if I'm not there and I come back, you know, if I go over to her place or whatever, I come in. She's you've got the game on, so shout out yeah, Michaela. She knows. Yeah, she knows. So. As like a single guy in this pod, uh, I just have to worry about these kind of issues because I can just have the TV on. Pamela Henderson cares for you, bro. <laughs> she likes to get involved after the game's over. That's awesome. <laughs> well, um, let's go right into it, man, because Saturday um, it's going to be a, quite the uh, first game to start everything off, you know. Is D. Henry back? He's been practicing. He's been practicing. I was say, everything, I, everything I've read, he, he's practicing. He he's not like in he's, game he's, shape, though. So That's going to be interesting. Yeah, how healthy in is he? How, you know, what kind of shape is he? How many carries are they going to try to um, give him? And 18 to 20. The problem, too, is Titans defense is going to have to ball out, too, because they're going to have to keep this within striking distance because they jump out early on the Titans. Titans Ooh. lose the running game, you know, yeah. trying to play catch up. That could be a – That's the key. Yeah. That is the key. Tannehill said it. We don't even need to talk about anything. Yeah, Tannehill's not. Uh, <laughs> Tannehill's not built to get in a, a comeback. No shootout a with uh, the Bengals. I mean, you can make an argument right now. The Bengals' offense is as hot as anybody's offense in football uh, right now. They're on awesome. Yeah, they are just cooking right now. But um, no, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun one. Uh, I mean, the, I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of the Titans' defense. I mean, the offense is pretty basic. It's a run first. Kind of let Tannehill, you know, hit a few hit a few plays. I mean, he throws twenty passes and they get uh, some good running game. I mean, that's usually their their formula for their success. They're not built for shootout. The defense, though. I mean, I don't know what to make of the defense. One week they're getting uh, hand, they're getting scored on like crazy by the t- uh, Texans, and then you look at another week and they're shutting out the Rams. I mean, I don't know what to make of them. Uh, I haven't been very high on the Titans. I know Antoine has been he's been more. Anti Tannehill than he has yes, Titans. Thank you. I was just about but, to say, uh, I appreciate it. I have I haven't been very high on the Titans. Um, so that's 
So I'm leaning more towards I think the Bengals are going to end up winning this one. I like what the Bengals are doing right now. Uh, I like the, the Bengals' defense. Now I know their defensive line is pretty uh, kind of a mash unit at the moment. Trey Henderson has practiced, um, so that would be a big key getting him back. But I know they've got they've lost Mike Daniels for the rest of the year. Um, they got some other guys beat up, so that would be interesting. But that offense for the Bengals, I just think, is just going to be too much for the Titans, and it's going to put them in a bad situation. Or even if Derrick Henry does come back, I just don't think he'll be as effective no. playing from behind. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I'm, I think Bengals big time. It's crazy because the Titans are coming in as the number one seed. Number one seed. Um, for the AFC, right? At home. At yeah, home, home. by yeah. week. But I don't know if that bye week necessarily did them a favor, to be honest with you. Uh, I know they gave them a little extra time for D. Henry to get kind of back in the situation, maybe some somewhat of playing shape, but mm-hmm. – to, to practice and then to play in the game, I just feel like it's completely different, like as far as how much in shape you need to be for that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, normally when D. Henry's effective, he's getting, what, 25 to 30 carries a game? Yeah. I, I don't see him getting that, man. I don't see him being – I don't see him being ready like that, coming back from a broken foot. Was it a broken foot? It's a Jones fracture. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah I mean, coming back from that. So, yeah. uh, and like you said, person, they cannot come from behind because right now the Bengals are hitting on all cylinders. Their offense is looking elite, like how we wanted Kansas City's offense to look the whole year. No, for sure. And Burrow is playing like a top-five quarterback right now. Um, Obviously, you know, the Titans' defense is – it's all right. They get the job done sometimes when they need to, but I don't know how they're going to stop that combination with Mixon and Chase. Uh, I – you know, I haven't been big on the Titans all year, so they're probably the most beatable number one team I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I mean, you know, it's nothing sexy about them, Mm-mm. you know, especially without not having Derrick Henry um, for, you know, a majority of the season. Um, but let me list this real quick for you. These are some teams the Titans have beat this year. Mm-hmm. The Colts twice, uh, the Bills, the Chiefs. Back-to-back weeks for those two. The Rams, uh, the Niners, they broke the Dolphins' winning streak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're doing some nice things, right? They, they have been. I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at this. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite uh, going into this game. You figure they're getting probably three points for being at home. So pretty much you're saying it's a toss-up outside of that. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think the Bengals are hot. They're clicking, like we've uh, alluded to. It really is going to come down to how healthy Derrick Henry is and 100%. how they're able to plug him in with what they've got going on. If he's not able, if he can only go 12 carries, something like that, can Foreman be you I know, think, a, a good and I think balance he can. after that? He's shown at times. All of a sudden you're like, wow, is that Derrick Henry You know, out there? Um, Hillard has been a good change, uh, of, pace change back. of pace. Absolutely. Um, you know, and uh, Brown has been playing really well. Um, the passing game has kind of come alive a little bit. Um, and don't look down either. I, if I if I saw correctly, is that right that uh, Julio did he had back to back games with touchdowns or just one? No, he just the one. I just forgot. the scores very first was, one against the Texans. It, it was the last one, but I think that's some good momentum going into the playoffs. Um, man, I'm telling you, dude, I, I want the Bengals to win this game. I, I will be cheering for them. 
I'm gonna go Titans. Okay. I'm gonna go Titans. I, See, I, the run game for the Titans though only matters if they're playing, if they're not playing from behind. No, I. Agree. I think this is more yeah. the defense. Uh, the defense has to show up more so yeah. than an offense for the top. I just, the for the you know, Titans. I mean, obviously we were kind of big on uh, the Raiders being able to kind of play in those close games. The Raiders did uh, enough to, you know, give themselves a shot in that game. They're scrappy. Yeah. Um, I, I look at the Titans kind of very similar in that way. Um, we'll do enough to kind of um, slow the offense down a little bit to maybe hold them to some field goals, things mm-hmm. like that, to keep that running game maybe be able to keep going and going, and hopefully Henry can make a uh, make some plays. So I want to stick with the Titans for now. I, I don't I don't feel great about it. It's not my my favorite pick, um, but I will say there is one. If the Titans do have one clear advantage, um, and I think he's done a great job this season uh, for Cincinnati. But Mike Vrabel is that there's a clear cut advantage that the Titans have over the Bengals is a head coach. It's Mike, yeah. Mike Vrabel. He's been in these positions before as a player. Um, I mean, he's done a hell of a job as a coach. I mean, Zach Taylor's he, Zach Taylor's going to be killing it for years to come. But if you look into it, just in this kind of uh, situation, I, if I was going to give the Titans any kind of advantage right now at one spot, it would be head coach, and it's a bit, and that's a big. I can see why, when it comes down to it in big moments, I see Mike Vrabel making good decisions to where I Zach Taylor. I don't know. I mean, he did great last week. We'll see. This is a bigger game. Obviously, you get the monkey off your back. Now you're in the divisional round looking to maybe take the next step. We'll see. I like – if I was going to give the Titans any kind of, like I said, advantage in any spot, it would be at head coach. I, I'm, just, I'm just worried that where are the Bengals at right now mentally with everything, you know? I mean, such Confidence. a – Well, I know, but such a big win last weekend, you know, getting that monkey off your back, but mm-hmm. getting, the, getting the first playoff one in 31 years, all that. Are they focused and ready to keep going on this journey, or, they or, have, or have they already kind of hit their peak? And you know, and they're you know, this is kind of what they've done, and now it's kind of like, okay, now what? And then all of a sudden, they've got a Titans team who's getting so disrespected by everybody. Uh, you know, like you said, one of the most beatable one seeds maybe we've seen in quite some time. And that goes back to the head coaching. I mean, that goes where is that? How is Zach Taylor yeah. getting their mind? You know, motivating them, getting their mindset. I mean, because I can tell you what, Mike Rabel's going to have. I mean, Mike Rabel's going to have the Titans ready. I mean, I'm not saying this is a blot by any means. I think three and a half. I mean, I think that's a good number to uh, be for the game. Uh, I think it's going to be close. But, I mean, for Mike Rebel, I'm ready. Where is Zach Taylor going to have this team motivated? How focused going into this game? Because, like, yeah, like we've said, huge win last week, 30 years since their last one. Now where do they go from here? I, you know, another part I, I just want to finish with is um, um, – how big is Mixon involved in this game? You know, last game, 17 carries, 48 yards. Uh, you know, I just don't think that's enough to really – got to be able to run the football in the playoffs, um, especially – I know that offense is so high-powered with Burrow and all the receivers and all that. They can't get complacent with that, though. But Exactly. I don't want them to rely on that. Yeah. You've got a great running back in Mixon. Find ways to get him involved. 100%. Find him – play the Titans game in this – Play defense, run the football, mm-hmm. make those plays. On you know the pass, the passing game will obviously be there. So kill them with the run game, 
come over the top of the passing I game. I agree with you. I think yeah, they got to be balanced. I think they do that. Yeah. They've got a good shot of winning this football game. I just don't want them to be so one-sided that they forget about mixing yeah, that one dimension. That could get them in trouble. Yeah, I absolutely. think they need to come out. I think they need to come out in the beginning of the game. I agree with you. They need to come out run heavy. Yeah, they need to come out run heavy and see if you can get mixing going. Because if you can, it's just going to open up the pass game. Yeah. So. we say that you know what's going to happen. They're going to open up the game with passing. Yeah, a wide. They're going to go four They're going to go four wide. Yeah. So that that'll be a good game though. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see that. Uh, next, we got the Niners and Packers, um, the other one seed here uh, in the NFC. Um, Packers, you know, at Lambeau, uh, opening up at a five and a half point favorite. Um, it's gonna be cold. Only beat this team Another by cold two game. points. Yep, they've played um, before. Yep. Week three. Um, here's my deal on it. I, you know, I, I, I think it was good that they were able to play their starters for ha- a half last game of the season because they knew they were going to have the week off. I think that is big because you want to keep that chemistry with everything going, especially with, I don't know, Rodgers and what he's got going. Uh, 49ers, you know, I give them a lot. They're very scrappy. They've been able to run the football well, play defense. Uh, You know, Jimmy G's been able to make the plays. Uh, just enough to keep them in game, you know, to not screw it up and throw it all away. But let's be honest, Niners could have very well easily lost last week if if the Cowboys had been more disciplined, hadn't um, you know turned the ball over the way they did. You know, maybe got C.D. Lamb involved. Um, just ask Troy Aikman that. Niners could have easily been yeah, at home. Troy Aikman. He went off on that. So with that being said, I think Packers go in there and are able to get right back after things. Rogers is on a mission, man. I mean, let's let's not forget. I mean, he the, before the season started, it was kind of like one last ride, and he's not going to be um, satisfied with a, a first, you know, a second round loss here. No. Um, so I, I think he's focused. I think they go out there. I think they take care of business. Uh, I like the Packers, and I like them probably by two possessions. I uh, I looked at these four games, and this is the one I'm like the most confident with. Um, I very but and we talked about it on Monday. I I think we all agreed that Dallas lost that game more than San Fran won that yeah. game. Uh, you know, if you go back and you start looking at some of the numbers, you look how involved they got some of their players in on the passing game. If I mean, if Debo doesn't have those ten carries, he only saw three targets that entire game. I mean, Jimmy, and I know now the question is: is even if Jimmy's even going to play? Healthy I mean, he's yeah. a shoulder. I mean, then you start throwing at Trey Lance. You know, coming in, his first playoff game will be Lambeau Field. Yeah, good luck in with the that. Cold? In how, the cold. How cold is it supposed to be in, in Yeah, Lambeau? I think it's supposed to be in the single digits. The single digits? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you go from playing in sunny L.A. to cold-ass Green Bay. So, uh, I think um, – <laughs> And I think and I think Green Bay, the good chance they could get Zaire Alexander back. They could get Zadarius Smith back. I heard Whitney Merciless might be coming back. I mean, they're getting all these guys come back. It just seems like a perfect a perfect storm. I see twelve. Um, twelve. I don't know if that's a low though, but so that might be game time weather. And then when so it might get oh, cold. Yeah, seven o'clock. Uh, yeah. So with the wind. Yeah. So oh, at yeah. like nine o'clock. I mean, that thing yeah. could be. And obviously, Jeez. I mean, like you said, whether whether uh, it's Jimmy G or, or Lance, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, uh, Rogers has the complete advantage of being able to play in that cold and know how to go about. You know, he's done it his whole career. I mean, Literally. you know, so I mean, it's kind of like he's the perfect guy to have in that position. Now, if this game stays close for a while, 
Um, you know, I, I haven't been super impressed with the running game with the Packers. You know, they've got two ru- good running backs. Uh-huh. Dylan, I think, is such a good backup. He's such a force. Yeah, I mean, he gets in there, and I, it just guys are bouncing off of him. It's crazy. Uh, so I look for them to be able to try to run the football a little bit um, because if they don't and this game's close for a while, I mean, Niners could have a chance running the football and well, keeping the ball away from Rodgers. Should be also mentioned that because we're talking about what the Packers are getting back, there's a good chance the Niners might be without Nick Bosa and Fred Warner's banged up. So you're talking about your two biggest keys in your off your defense. If they can't go at 100%, or at least in Fred Warner's case, like 80%, I just, I just don't know. I just can't see a scenario right now where the Niners uh, pull this game off. I mean, they might keep it close early, but I just think it's going to be too much Rodgers, too much Devontae. I just think they're just going to – they're going to pull away from this one and uh, get ready for the NFC Championship at home. So, I, I agree, too. Real quick, I'm, I'm in, on the injuries, what you were saying, right? they said Warner, Warner is good to go and Bosa's on track. That was 40 minutes ago. So. Okay, well, that's, I mean, that's good, I mean, that's good that, for the Niners. That's Niner good bet. for that. But Again, they're not going to be 100%. 100% yeah. Yeah. Lambo and right. Cole. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. I'm going Packers. That's easy for me. Yeah. So I think we all like the Packers there. Um, and it's, it's important. This is an important game for Aaron Rodgers' legacy. Uh, oh yeah, he's got to continue. He's got to get to the NFC Championship. Um, I mean, hopefully, I think sure. he has to get to the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, he's got to get at least there to have the conversation to be like, okay, you were supposed to have gotten here. Now get to this, you know, get to the Super Bowl. And honestly, he needs another ring, man. I mean, th- let's let's be real for a second. Rogers, one of the most gifted quarterbacks we've ever seen in, in the history of this game, and the fact that he's sitting there with one—that's just. He's only been to hey, one. Look, you yeah. know what? Honestly, I, I feel where you're coming from because we, we always have to. We Aaron Rodgers played in the wrong era because he's playing with Tom Brady. Right. Right. So obviously, when you look at that and you're comparing that, you have to say that you have to get more rings. But I mean, Payton's got two. He's got two. He has a ring, though. Ben's that's, got that's two. I mean, like, too. Ben's so, got two. You're just like, sure, listen to getting Ben the, has two. Yeah. Payton has two. But Eli Payton, has two. But Payton's <laughs> been to what? Three, four Super Bowls. Four. He's been to four. Yeah. I mean, been to four. Yeah. yeah, two with the Broncos. The Seahawks. Two with the Broncos. Broncos, Seahawks, Broncos, Panthers. Yeah. And oh, then two and with then the Colts. Two, two with Colts, Colts, Bears, and uh, Colts, Saints. Colts, Saints. Colts, Saints. Yeah. 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 Colts, yeah. Bears. Shut up. <laughs> you always have the Hester return. Yeah. You always have that. Hey, that was. <laughs> and you know what? That was like my most hype moment <laughs> as a sports fan. Um. No, like, they're not ready. Then we lose. I'm like, fuck. But I agree. You know, you look at it. You look at guys in the past. You look at. I mean, Dan Marino only made one Super Bowl. He lost. He got killed. And he, he never. He never. He was, never even. I only did he even sniff another AFC. Did no, he went AFC championship. And uh, I think he went to AFC championship. I don't one think other time. I mean, you look at John Elway for the most part. Like in the 80s, he, he would, would get there, and then he got to the Super Bowl. He got went killed. two in a row and retired. Yeah, then he went two in a row and, got, and retired. So. Favre has one. Steve Young has one. But again, these guys have also been the multiple Super Bowls. I mean, Rogers at least needs to get to another Super Bowl. I, I agree mean, with that 100. Oh, uh, Favre went to two, huh? He John Elway beat him in the John first Elway, for yeah. his first one. Yeah, yeah. But he beat the Falcons. He beat the Falcons in the second That's one. That's funny because he got drafted by the Falcons, didn't he? Who? Uh, Far. Well, Far beat the Patriots. Did he beat, the, beat Patri- the Patriots. He beat the Patriots. Lost to the Broncos. He beat, oh, he beat the Elway, Falcons to get to. Elway beat the. Uh, Elway beat the uh, Falcons. I'm trying to. That was the year that Far played the Falcons at all to get to the Super Bowl. Maybe? No. Am I tripping? You might be. 
Work, 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 they work you hard today? No, you smoking okay. dope? Yeah. No, but I mean, obviously, yes, you're correct. I mean, he played with the Falcons. The only time I, the only memory I know of the Falcons in Green Bay in the playoffs is Vic going into Lambeau and beating the. I think he was like the first rookie ever to go into he, went into Lambeau in the playoff in the yeah. wild card game and beat Favre in the Packers. Um, I mean, just an unbelievable performance. But again, I agree with I, circling back. I agree 100. percent Rodgers needs to get to another Super Bowl, win yeah. or lose in the Super Bowl. He needs to get to another one to, you know, to at least cement a little bit more of his legacy. I think he needs to win it. I mean, he obviously needs to win it. If they, I mean, he's if, a Hall of Famer. If he wants to be, if he really, I mean, people will put him up there regardless of like the top tier. But to get to that. Really upper echelon, having two Super Bowls on your uh, resume speaks is going to speak volumes for Aaron. Real quick, because we just got a little bit of time here. Quick debate: If he wins a second one, let's say he wins this year, does he move past Peyton? The all-time list. Um, yeah. Yeah. Only because Peyton, oh, look, 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 look. he has two. He does have two Peyton losses. Peyton didn't win his second Super Bowl. We're now absolutely. I agree. Peyton didn't win his. Von Miller won, won that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would say yes because he actually led his team to the Super Bowl and then won the Super Bowl as the lead guy. I don't think Peyton was that guy in the second Super Bowl. You could say Eli had. Better playoff experience. I'm not going to say better career. No, I'm no. going to say a better postseason career if, than Peyton. If Eli doesn't have that defense, though, he doesn't win either. So he doesn't have that defense line. They, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I understand. So I mean, I, I get you. But I just mean Peyton Manning. I mean, here's the deal: smartest quarterback of all time, Peyton Manning. Period. Right? There's no debate there. I think that's, I mean, Tom Brady has seven rings. So. No, smartest. 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 Yeah, smartest. I think that's – yeah. What do, what, do we, what do we qualify in the smartest? I like mean, knowing the system? Read the defense, get up there, know exactly what to do. I mean, I think smartest of all time is Peyton. I don't think there's a question on that. Okay. But that's just me. Skilled quarterback, that's where I think things get interesting because it's like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Let's, let's throw that out there for you. I mean, he's the greatest of all time to ever do it. But there's something about Rodgers that always brings me back to being like, this guy's amazing. And the fact that he may not ever get called the best quarterback because of Brady, I think is like, well, okay, that's fine. Just like I don't think LeBron will be get, ever get called. I was just about than, to say, it's the LeBron Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. So, so now but LeBron now has more skill than Jordan. Right. We'll see. That's kind of where we're kind of at. So, so. Rodgers, Peyton, I think, is the next greatest comparison because I think a lot of people can kind of start looking at those guys right there and understand if Brady hadn't been around where Peyton would be if Brady wasn't around where would Rodgers have been the, the, both those guys would have benefited you know very big had that been the case so um, can we not throw Drew Brees in there and and I ask that question because if you if you look like we're talking Super Bowls right, right. Drew Brees has one. I know. Aaron Rodgers has one. That's, if that's Aaron Rodgers problem, doesn't man. win the Super Bowl this year, I think we're comparing him more so to Aaron Drew Brees. Rogers, not in the- Aaron Rodgers has three MVPs. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees has none. None. That, that's, a, that's a big part. I mean, that's, that's cool. That, no, yeah, that's, 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 I, that I plays a part. But Drew Brees also has gone for 5,000 yards a couple times, right? Sure. No, yeah. I mean, so, like, he could have easily won the MVP, yeah. but I just think 
maybe there was I, I can't remember who won the MVPs over him that year. Probably well, Aaron Rodgers and Brady. Probably Aaron Rodgers and Brady. Um, and we don't have to get. I just wanted to see how that fit because I just started thinking. The more and more I think about this, I'm like. Rogers got to get one, man. If he doesn't do it, if he finishes his career with one, that will be one of the most disappointing uh, statistics out there that a quarterback as skilled as him, a quarterback with as much talent um, that he, I mean, he's had a lot of talent around him, too. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. I mean, I know, like, the receiver aspect hasn't always been as sexy and all that, but obviously he's got the best receiver in the game now, right? Yeah. He's got a defense around him right now who's played pretty solid this year. And the he has a team that has everything. This is the he best everything for him. Yeah, this is it, man. He has everything to win. You can make the argument the road to the Super Bowl right now for him is the easiest. The hardest game he probably will have to play will it's be the in the Super Bowl. No, well, I'm, talking about, I'm just talking about the Super Bowl. I'm not, again, I love, I love Tom Brady. I mean, he is the GOAT. But, I mean, I still think there are some question marks about the Bucks team to where I look at, you know, I'm looking at that AFC side, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. I mean, those are all teams that can give the the Green Bay every bit as much fits as the Rams, Bucks can. So I don't we'll hate see. that. So we'll have to uh, pay close attention to that one because, like I said, the it, clock's ticking. So all right, Rams, Bucks. Now I felt. Last episode, obviously the game was going on while we were recording the Rams in Arizona, which we should probably yes. should have led with that because that was an ass kicking. That's there. That's um, enough said right there. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray. Sheesh. That's the worst game I've ever seen him play. Um, Kingsbury. I mean, <laughs> could be looking at getting fired. He might get fired. Uh, let's just let's just say His that seat now. Is lava. But the spin His zone on lava. that is. Damn, the Rams look pretty good, too. They showed up. Cup didn't have to have a crazy game for them to have won this game. Uh, you know, Odell actually did some nice things. Odell did good. Odell, 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 Odell did good. Nice the key for it was it's Stafford funny. played turnover-free football, yeah. and he looked really good. Um, they came in with a great defensive plan um, and containing Kyler. I mean, they just they made Which it. Which is not hard with that defense, with yeah, the players on that defense. With, with the people they paid for for yeah. that team, it's not that. It shouldn't have been that hard, but. Again, I mean, there really isn't much that game. The one thing I go back to in that game, and I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm just sitting there constantly thinking because it's funny that you brought up C.D. Lamb because I go back to his draft when Kyle, when it, a bunch of reports were coming out that Kyler was making a big push for them to draft him at eight. And I go back at it and look at it now, I think they should have drafted him at eight because one thing that – they, you look at the guys that he had with him that struggled. Was the receiving core, especially when De, when DeAndre went out, that receiving core struggled. Uh, Rondell was beat up, but he's a rookie, so you can't depend on him that much. I mean, Kirk in and out faded. AJ Green, you know, AJ Green had a nice year, a nice bounce back year, yeah, but nice. he's not a number two. I mean, if you would have drafted CD, you have a guy you, that DeAndre grooms to be in a number two. Um, and it's a guy that Kyler has a lot of trust in. You look at what Burrow did for the Bengals and pushed to get Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell, which, by the way, Penny Sewell was also would have been a great pick for them too. But you look at what Jamar Chase and Burrow have done this year; it was a, obviously the right choice. So I look back at that, and I'm just sitting there, just thinking like, if you just would have listened, or at least put faith into your quarterback on what you do, then I think that would have been the right decision. Either way, I'm not saying that that would have. 
I think that would make things a little bit more comfortable for Kyler. I mean, there, I say a little bit. There was a lot to be uncomfortable for Kyler in that game. The Cardinals are going to be an interesting watch going forward. Um, but as far as this game goes with the Bucks and Rams, man, it's <laughs> it's tough. Um, you know, I I don't know that defense. I'm still on I'm still on the fence about that defense, especially that secondary oh, for fair. the Bucks for the Bucks and for the way that, with yeah. they, especially it's in mean, Tampa too, right? Yeah, yep. that's a good thing. Last game was in L.A. when they got uh, when the Rams beat the shit out of them there, but. With this, man, I like the Bucks in this game, but I mean, and this is like it might be one of those things where it's a game-winning field goal happens where they put it on Tom in the final drive. It's going to be tough for them. Uh, I think the Rams are going to come to this pretty confident. Uh, this defense, as Preston as you alluded to last week, I think this defense is really going to have to step up. Yeah. Well, here's the deal: they're healthy, so this is the time to do it. I mean, it's one of the first times all season where everyone's there, everyone's playing. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel as good as I did, like I said, on Monday show. Monday show, I didn't care if it was Arizona or the Rams. I thought the Bucks would beat them, and I, I could say it confidently. After watching the Rams play, I'm like, hmm. Now, I don't know how much that means the Rams are playing great football or how bad a football Arizona was playing. Because yes, yeah, Arizona, that's true. Arizona was able to get that win late win against the Cowboys, Cowboys to kind of like oh, okay, well maybe they're figuring stuff out. But let's not, let's be real for a second. I mean, the Cardinals were on a downward downward twin spiral downward spiral uh, <laughs> to finish that season. I mean, it was just like that's why a lot of that I think falls on um, Kingsbury, and he's going to have to answer that. But um, Ultimately, I don't know. I mean, to hang out, to hang with that firepower the Rams got going on offense right now, that defense is really going to have to show up and keep this game low scoring. I mean, again, I think it will be Matt Stafford not doing turnovers. If they force him into a couple turnovers, then I feel a little bit more than just a field goal. But if Matt Stafford plays like that again, it's going to be a dogfight. Yeah, that was my that was my point. Is it's it's really up to Matt Stafford. Um, you know, there are times Matt Stafford comes out there and he looks like an MVP, and then there's times he comes out there and he looks like, like, dude, this this is that sure. Detroit shit. <laughs> this is that Detroit shit. So it's always so hard for me to bet against Tom Brady because when it comes down to it, you know, I know he's dealing with some injuries with the receivers, but Tom Brady's one with less. Um, he always comes through. I know that it's more. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't know. I've been trying to figure this out all day. Who I, who I want to pick? Uh, Is it weird that if I I if I looked at the two teams that have they would have left, I feel more confident against Tampa Bay against Green Bay than I would against them against the Rams. Really? I, yeah. I actually. I, I don't know why because the Rams don't really beat playoff teams, and I get that. Um, they really don't, and I want. And I, I get that, I but I just, I'm just looking all the. T- I, I, you just, it's like I agree with that point we said about Arizona not playing good. They did not play good football at all. Like I said, that's the worst game I've ever seen Kyler Murray play. That includes Texas A and M, but uh, he, uh, the but you saw that star power that the Rams have put all this money into that. Actually, when it all comes together, how like 
potent it could really be. Like I said, Cooper Cup didn't have the biggest game, and then you have Odell Beckham out there making some big plays. Uh, what is it, six touchdowns this last seven games? Something like something that. Like that. Uh, making right. some big plays, not just not just in the not just in the air, also with his arm. Yeah, that throw he made to uh, nice to eight at uh, Sonny Michelle was great. Mm-hmm. They've done that a lot. Uh, not the Rams, but he's done. That he's a done few that. Times he did that with Saquon. Yeah. They definitely sold that play from the Giants. Uh, but uh, real quick, I it, oh I will touch this after the games. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's just eh, man. And then of course you look at that defense. You look at Donald Von Miller. You know Jalen Ramsey doesn't have to do much because they don't really throw to his side that much. Is Fournette back? Fournette should be back. He's practicing, so I, I would imagine he is. That'll be huge. Getting Fournette back will be huge. I still think. That- <laughs> I don't know. The Bucks still have a lot, bro. I know they do. They it's still just, have a lot. It's, it's just weird to me. They, it just it's when you and then of course you know you get Matt Stafford. Like that's why I say Matt Stafford's the key. He is the key because you look yeah. at all these other guys. Because I mean, he has this key to this Rolls Royce, 100%. and he drives it like he's driving a fucking like Ma- a Miata. Yeah. yeah, he's driving it like he's got driving a Miata sometimes instead of driving it like a Rolls Royce. If he takes care of the football, then. It's going to be. I think it'll be tough for Tampa Bay because I think that defense can give Tom problems. I mean, Aaron Donald's going to get you think that. The defense can give Tom problems. Yeah, I mean, they did the first game. Yeah. I mean, that. You think and, that's going to be around too with Tom in the playoff? Tom, it's give me give, it's me, Tom's, give me Tom's stat line. Like oh, for the game? Yeah, give me his stat line, and then give me Stafford's too. I'll say Tom could. Against that secondary, two eighty-five, three touchdowns, maybe an interception. I'll say two ninety-three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Stafford, because I'm picking the Bucks to win. I'm saying Stafford's going to throw for probably like three hundred, two touchdowns and two picks. And one of them is going to be a bad pick too. Yeah, I kind of see that too. I, yeah, I, that's I'm why I'm asking because I, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go to Bucks because I cannot pick against Tom. I agree with that. That's why I'm saying I think I can't that defense pick against Tom. Yeah, we'll get Stafford in some bad and spots. The, and the Bucks have enough to get the job. They still have a stacked team. It's not. I know they're dealing no, with no, some injuries. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm agreeing with yeah, you. Like, yeah. I know they have some injuries, but they still have a stacked team, and you still have Goat Brady, like throwing the ball around, bro, and managing the game. So, like, how do you go against that? And you're playing at home. This could be a I don't huge think game you can for go against that. So, like. Is I want I think I'm com- conflicted because I low key want the Rams to win because I want to see something different. Yeah. Um. I'm tired. I'm tired of you know Tom Brady. Right as much as I, I, I've never been like a huge Tom Brady fan, but I just respect greatness so much. It's yeah. just like it's crazy. But I, I'm gonna go Bucks. Um. I would love to see the Rams win because you know my boy OBJ's on there balling out. Baker Mayfield made him look washed and he proved him wrong. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, say something. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever. So, um, but yeah, I'm hey, going, sometimes I'm going people just need a new, you know, new team, Matt. And I'm glad it's working out for Odell. <laughs> you, you know, know the uh, NFL. You you say you want to see something different. I can promise you, the ratings. The NFL wants the ratings, and the ratings driving for the NFC Championship is Rogers versus Brady. Yeah. So oh, I agree sure. with you about wanting something oh, different. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I'm saying, like, the Super Bowl, though. Like, yeah, I don't want to see the Bucs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, again, bro. You know, yeah, this is just so exciting because it doesn't do matter. Packers it Chiefs. really doesn't matter what matchup out of that. I, um, as long as – and this is just saying that Rodgers wins. Uh, 
I mean, whether it's Rogers Stafford or Rogers Brady, either way, that's a great storyline. Sure. Obviously, we, the, the, yes, ratings would want Brady to be there. But hey, like I said, I've always been a big uh, Matt Stafford fan. Uh, I just think he's a hell of a competitor. Shout out to him. First playoff win in 12 seasons. Good for him, man. Um, that is awesome for him to go out there and get that. I hated that it had, had to happen at Kyler's, Kyler's expense. expense. First but, playoff win, and then you got to go play Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> when he gets that day, if wins that day, he's got to turn around and go to Lambeau. And, you want to uh, know why I'm picking the Bucks to win this game? Tom Brady has five playoff wins since becoming a Buck. Cowboys have four since 1995. <laughs> I saw that. Okay. Thing, yeah. But Tom also has the same amount of NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers yeah, does. Yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. And Breeze. Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Tom's a goat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that just piss you off, dog? Oh, it's got to. It's going to piss you off. You it's throw for 5,000 yeah. yards in the season, and then Tom Brady goes and wins the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. what the no, it's it's incredible, but no, I, I think uh, I I think this game will be close. I think Stafford makes a late um, late turnover to kind of uh, seal the deal here for the Bucks. Um, but yeah, I think I think Bucks end up taking this game, and I, Brady doesn't have to do too much. I think the running game game does get going, uh, whether it's Fournette or just plugging other guys in there. I mean, I, they shown that they can do it. I think they'll take a little pressure off of Brady. He's able to make some big plays. They get the job done. So. I like it. I'm going to say this. If Tom Brady somehow pulls this off and wins an eighth Super Bowl, I'm willing to say, you know how a lot of people go, oh, this guy is the Michael Jordan of this sport. This guy's the Michael Jordan of this sport. Well, Michael Jordan's going to be the Tom Brady of this sport of basketball. <laughs> yeah. Because if he goes to the Super Bowl and wins an eighth Super Bowl, bro, like, yeah. Like, no, it's it's stupid. you have it's to a, give him his a, credit. It's a video game. You, know, know, it's, you it's, have to give it's him his credit, bro. Yeah, no, it's insane. Uh, so. Super excited for that game. And then uh, Bills Chiefs, the game, the game of the weekend. on Sunday night. Um, boy, this is. Uh, I can't. Let, let me just say, Kansas wait. City. It's in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Kansas City favored a, a point and a half on this. Wow. Oof, I'll tell you what. Real quick, before we let's get into that, the weather. So at 7, the low on Sunday is supposed to be 31, which for Buffalo is a heat wave after playing in that game last week. So I'm 31 at the low, so you're probably looking at wind. You're probably, it's probably going to be in the 20s. If, it, if it's really blowing, you're talking about in the teens. No, obviously I don't think weather is going to affect either team, mm-hmm. especially the Bills. I mean, we've seen them in literally the worst possible weather of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I know. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, it, and it affected obviously um, the game uh, clearly because you know the Patriots ran every play except three. <laughs> <laughs> but Josh Allen, man, what he did last week, what he's doing this season, oh man, I just think it's it is it's his time to shine. I think it is. Uh, I told you the big question mark was the running game. They found the running game, right? That defense, did you see what that defense said before the Patriots game? Uh, what's his name? Uh, it was safety, right? No, what, are you talking about Poyer? Was it Poyer? Is it Poyer or is it um, – um, You were just talking about how cocky um, New England was and everything like Jordan, that. It's, and how, it's either Jordan Poyer or it's um, – I think I think it was Poyer. That that sounds right. I think it was yeah. Poyer. And basically just was like 
it's our time to shine. Let's go shut them up and let them know that their dynasty's de- done, right? Sounds good against the Patriots. Hey, okay. Okay. quarterback. But yeah. let's, be, let's be honest. The Patriots were the dynasty. Could have been Mike too, by the way. So. Now, obviously, Brady's gone. so uh, the, the Patriots were the dynasty? Yeah. Especially what do you mean, the, like this year? Especially, no. Uh, a we, pass. We, we say of the past. Oh, yeah, right? the past, yeah, right? 100%, but and, you know, not this one, year. Once, no, but they were, I mean, they were the number one team in the AFC just freaking five weeks ago. Yeah, but then they started playing like shit. I, I'm just and saying. And the Bills found their stride. I'm just saying. Bills have found their stride. I think maybe this is another statement win where they go in there and uh, just do enough to slow down that that um, Chiefs game. I'm telling you what, man. I'm going full Bills Mafia on this one, boys. I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I'm ride or die with Josh Allen. Um, I think he's going to outplay Mahomes. And uh, they're going on to the AFC Championship. It sounds good, Preston. It sounds good. But – as good as a game, as great as a game that Josh Allen had, I mean, you're still talking about the face of the league, the best quarterback in the league, uh, other than Tom Brady. Other than Tom Brady. Who's going to win the MVP? The best quarterback in the league. He also threw for 400 yards and was it five touchdowns? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, yes, Josh Allen played ball. He did what he was supposed to do, go in there. <laughs> if that's playing ball, then I mean. No, he balled out. Like, yeah. we, we agree, he balled out. Yeah. But so did Patrick Mahomes, bro. And they've been figuring it out all year. No, they've, they've, they've been figuring it out all yeah. year, bro. I, I, it's just hard for me. This The Bills, what they need to do is they need to come in and they need to establish the run right away. Quick, most of the game. Um and, and, and not give Patrick Mahomes a chance to go out there and do what he did last week. That's I feel like that's the key to their win. Come out there, establish the run. I don't care if Josh Allen running, because obviously you guys are a big fan of his running. I don't care if he does that. I don't care if Singletary's running. Establish the run and do not give the ball back to Mahomes. Do not give the ball back to Mahomes, because that boy could easily throw 400 yards on you like that. You don't. You won't even realize what happened. So, you already know I'm going Chiefs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even the thing for me. Um, I can't wait to watch this game. I think we low, low key need to link up for this game. I'm willing to make a, a, a shotgun bet with you right here on the podcast <laughs> uh, on the Chiefs if you're willing to accept it. You look okay. I, 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 and if the Bills win, you have to jump through a table. <laughs> Bill's okay. All right. So if the Chiefs win, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna come up with some bullshit yeah, so, yeah, real quick. No, I'm um, Shotgun bet. Hell, let's do it. Let's uh, do it, bro. There it but, is. But yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going Chiefs, man. It's Chiefs at home. The weather's not that bad. No, the weather They're won't both be used to playing in cold, so it really yeah. doesn't matter. To be I'm honest, I'm just saying that. To mean, yeah. Being the Chiefs stadium, bro. I I went to a Chiefs game. It gets loud as fuck there. A few years back, like probably five, six years ago, mm-hmm. it is. So goddamn loud! It is incredibly loud. It's hard yeah. to focus with how loud. It, and this was just a regular season game. This is when Alex Smith was still a quarterback. Yeah. So I can only imagine what it's like in the playoffs. And the, and the Arrowhead is known to be one of the loudest stadiums, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, it is. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Patty Mahomes, baby. All right. So let me ask you guys: as soon as that Bills game, or as soon as that Chiefs game ended on Sunday night. 
or that Bills uh, the Bills game ended. How many times did you see that picture of Stephon Diggs watching that parade? Oh, a thousand times uh, yeah. from last year's AFC Championship, watching him watch yeah. the Chiefs celebrate. Yeah, I'll a bunch. That's cool. There's one. There's one team I think is more motivated in this than the other, and it's the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds good. I mean, it sounds good. They're also. I can. I can make an argument. They're playing better than the Chiefs right now too. Um, Josh Allen's playing shotgun every bet with you too. Yeah, I'll do a shotgun bet. Josh wow. Allen's playing every bit as good as Patrick Mahomes is right now. Um, as I've said a bunch of times, that second from once the Bills just unleashed him to run in the run game uh, for the Bucks on, it just seems like that offense is taking it to another level. Um, they're playing unbelievable right now. I mean, last game, uh, I mean, it was just against the just really just toasting the Patriots just right off the get go, right from the jump. And I agree, I understand what you're saying from the uh, from that aspect of the run game against the Chiefs. I think they just need to come in and smack in the mouth. I don't know if it's running, it's throwing, it doesn't matter. I mean, just do exactly what you did last week um, against the uh, Patriots. Now, the real shock to me has been that defense for the Bills, losing Tredavious White and still playing at a pretty damn high level. Um, I think, honestly, I think the X factor of this game is the uh, Bills' defense. I think they're playing better than the Chiefs' defense. I think they can force, they can make things uncomfortable for Mahomes. Um, and, I mean, the one thing that Mahomes, what, now he, as the season one, uh, waned on, he's starting to really tighten up on the turnovers. Yep. But, I mean, you look at what he, the turnovers this season, his amount, I mean, he was a bit of a turnover machine. And he was a turnover machine against the uh, the Bills the first time they played. As I said, let's not forget, Bills kicked the shit out of the Chiefs at Arrowhead. the Chiefs uh, the first time they yeah. played. I right. know, but you know the Chiefs That's, are also going through this like. Okay, so did but the then Bills, they figured it out. And the Bills figured it the out. The Bills figured That's it out. I'm yeah, you, man. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying the okay. Bills are clicking. The Chiefs are clicking. Well, bro, can I ask you a question? Say, 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 say the the Bills come out mm-hmm. and just put up 14. Or make it a three possession game right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Do the Chiefs have what it takes to come back? Do, well, they got, they got the, the offensive have, power, firepower. They have the offensive power to keep up with the Bills, yeah. right? So, but, how do you take that advantage away from them? Because they can keep up with the Bills, they can take off on the Bills. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Chiefs, right? Yeah, right. How do you take that away from them? You got to run the ball, right? Run the ball. Be, I mean, you have to run the ball, and that's what makes Devin Singletary so key. But it also Hell makes yeah. John Josh Allen's like so key. And of exactly. course, the Bills are now just in full like kind of fuck it mode like they're saying like if Josh Allen has to run double digit times now I'm not saying 16 to 20 times I'm saying like in 10 that to 12 10 I mean, yeah that 10 to 12 area yeah. if he has to push it to 15 max he should do it enough to get away and get out the pocket and mm-hmm. use his, his arm but he's not Josh Allen. Yeah. Right? He didn't, he didn't run the ball like Josh Allen. No. So, my, and, and another thing, too, what's different? They, love, they, did they Did they have White when they played the Chiefs? Yep. And they don't have him now? They don't have him now. Hmm. I don't know, bro. But they have everybody else on I that just, defense. I that defensive front is playing really well right now. And if there is one, and you're talking about their edge rushers, the one problem on that Chiefs offensive line is their uh, is their tackles? I mean, they can they can make life for Mahomes difficult again. But difficult, I mean, we'll see because I mean he can make almost every throw in the book. The problem is, is is he going to try these 
Magic Mahomes type plays that, to be honest, you have not worked this year. No, you could count on one. You could count on one hand the times it may have worked, but the times it, there's more often not it hasn't worked this year. So he has to be very. He has to be careful with the ball, kind of like Matt Stafford has to be, and uh, going forward with against that Bills defense that again is playing at a high level. I think it's playing a little bit higher level than the Chiefs defense is. I don't know because I just feel like the Chiefs. They've lost one game in their last 10, 11 games. They've, yeah. lost one game. They've lost one game. Yeah, the Bills beat them earlier in the season, but we talked about it literally the last 10 weeks or the last five weeks. The Chiefs have figured something out. The Chiefs have figured something out. And when they lost to the Bengals, they lost by three. Okay. Right? But they also blew that game. They also blew that game, so they lost that game. Mm-hmm. But they had, you know, they have always figured it out, and the defense has, has stepped up every time they needed the defense to step up. So for me to just dismiss that and say, oh, the Bills had a great week last week. The Bills had a great few weeks. The Chiefs have had a great few weeks too. Yeah, And they figured just, something out on their offense, which is the scariest shit for the NFL. Because they weren't clicking on all cylinders the first seven weeks. But now they're clicking on all cylinders. And we saw that last week. And, you know, Josh Allen, we talked about it, balled. Patrick Mahomes went out there and did the same thing. So... I agree with you guys. The Bills are tough, but I just think they're a little bit more motivated in this game. I agree. I just think that experience from the Chiefs—that's the other being thing. In the that's, playoffs, that's the other thing. Being yeah. at home, if, Patrick if, Mahomes being confident, bro. Let me let me, <laughs> let me give you my keys to the game real quick here. Um, obviously, for the Bills, you got to be able to run the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about that. Running game is going to be very important. I think you can run the ball against the Chiefs. So, uh, run, be, er, establish the run. Second, who's on that uh, receiving core is going to be the guy to make the, the big plays? Who's going to be the guy at third and nine going to make the big Bills? catch? Yeah. It's oh, got you know. Well, it's got to be Diggs. It has to be Diggs. Gabriel Davis has been making a lot of big plays. Gabriel Davis has been making a lot of big plays down the stretch. McKenzie, you know, rookie, made some big plays. Yeah, he's uh, been stepping up really well. Last week, Knox, you know, uh, two touchdowns last week. Um, who's going to be that guy for the, the Bills to be able to – like I said, extend drives, make make that big play when they need when they need something. You tell me, you picked them. Well, th- these are my keys. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I I, I mean, I think it's got to be Diggs. Like you said, motivation from last year. It's got to be Diggs. Um, this but, is a big Diggs game. Has he been a little hurt? He he was a little hurt this year. I, right? He's, he's been, just been off hurt. all year. Yeah. I mean, it's just been yeah. different. He's a very um, very weird year for him. Uh, but as a Chiefs uh, for the Chiefs. Their um, their game plan. Um, oh, also real quick to finish on the defense for the Bills. Shut down. I don't know this guy named Travis Kelsey. That's got to be their 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 um, their plan. Last game against last game against the Bills. He got six balls, fifty seven yards, and a touchdown. I think you actually can live in week with that. Three? No, that there that was in week six or something. Yeah, week that was, six. Uh-huh. That was still when they were figuring things they out, right? Figuring, no, absolutely. Yeah, that, no, that's they what I'm saying. Yeah, but you, you think you're holding Travis Kelsey to that shoot again? Crazy. Kelsey bottled up, and you force everyone else to make the plays because we we still haven't seen Hill. I don't know if Hill's all, all Hill there. in a while. Be that Hill's guy. a little. I don't. He's, he's a little a, banged up. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just something's off with him too. So if you limit Kelsey, you bring Kelsey down to earth. And you, you focus on that. 
and you make Mahomes just keep bombing out there to Henderson and uh, Pringle, Pringle and Hill and yeah. Hardman. Um, Chiefs need to establish a ranking just as that's much that's as where, the Bills well, do. So then that's on the flip side. Yeah. Here's the deal. To beat the Bills, you can run the football. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, their run defense has not been great. So running the football, the, uh, Patrick Mahomes and that offense have to commit to running, running football. that football and letting everything else open up. 100%. Do you know who led that, that team in rushing in, big, in their big first, that last matchup? The, the Chiefs. Do you know who led the team in rushing that yeah. game? Mahomes. Mahomes with yeah, 61 see, yards. See, that can't, yeah, that can't, ha- that they, can't they, happen. Yeah, that can't happen. If the Bills game. make that happen again, Bills are winning. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's going to be super important. Because let me tell you right now, the winner of this game – is going to the Super Bowl. 100. We know oh, that. Yeah, yeah. We know I, that. It's not. I, we know I, I, that. I think these two teams, they were built for the playoffs and to go to the Super Bowl. The winner of this game is going to the Super Bowl. Who's going to the Super Bowl on the NFC side? Well, we'll have to wait and see. No, I'm like, give me your pick. Like, who do you think? Well, that's for further episodes. We'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see. If I give it all just, right now, people will have to listen to the next week. Explanation? You said yeah, because I, 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 I feel very confident that that's that's going to be the case. I mean, it's, it's a I little, will say a little tickle. If the, oh, if, if, the predi- if the prediction goes if the prediction goes like how you and me predict, yeah. I think the Bengals will have something to say because of that offense. Yeah. Because um, the Bengals that the Bengals offense can score. We've obviously seen it with the Chiefs. Now Buffalo Buffalo will have if the Buffalo wins, they will have one. Big advantage on their side is the weather in Buffalo. That it, that just seems to be a neutralizer for a lot of teams. And yeah, it's not that It's just bro. different. It's just different there. It's different cold, bro. Yeah, it's like uh, Chicago. It's just different cold. Bro. Yeah, but uh, the the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals have something to say. I tend to agree that whoever wins this game, good chance they're probably going to the Super Bowl. But I will pump the brakes on that just a little bit because I think the Bengals could make it. T- now, Titans. Because Derrick Henry's not going to be 100% going forward right. to wrestle playoffs because uh, he's just getting the rust knocked off. Um, the Bengals, though, I think can make some noise, just, make it tough. But I, I tend to agree that whoever wins this game is I going to the Super Bowl. I the Bengals are a year away. They're a year away from being that team. Um, yes, they can make noise, and they can make noise quick. I mean, that receiving core, being so young and talented, it's amazing. Um, but I, I just think they're a year away. I don't think this is it. So... Um, I think I think you mean like getting to the next round or getting to the Super they're Bowl? just in being other, a Super Bowl yeah, contender. They're, they're just in the other tier. It's like here's the tier, and it's get yeah, the, Chief, like the Chiefs. The Chiefs are number one, and Bills are like right there, it's like one A, right one B behind. Yeah, the 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 Chiefs ready to make that move to that top tier, and then you've got the Bengals down there who are ready to jump up to the tier two, but not to, like not ready to be the team. You know, if that makes sense in the AFC, I, I think it's getting close. I mean, but they're, they're, I think they're still too young and need to do some other things. But ultimately, Chiefs Bills going to be a hell of a game. I think. Uh, I just think that this is it, man. This is this is Josh Allen's year to get over the the hump. I like it. So it'll be a, it'll be a hell of a game. I'm going yeah. Patty Mahomes. I, I think we should link up for the game. Yeah, I'm and, okay all, and we're doing shotguns. Shotgun bet, right? Uh, yeah. Agreed? Yeah, yeah. agreed. Agreed? Yeah. I'll so. do it. I don't care. I'll do two shotguns. Um, I'll take the chance. So cold, that shit. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, a couple things we'll decide, just stick with NFL just for a second. It's uh, one thing we didn't talk about on Monday I want to talk about. Um, 
I don't know if if you guys watch if you, maybe you guys may watch it on CBS or not. Just did you guys watch that Dallas game on the Nickelodeon? No, at all. Mm, I've seen some like I've uh, seen a lot. Uh, of dude, stuff let me tell you something. Watch it. NFL, you've got to give Nickelodeon a game or two during the season. Oh, one hundred percent. You've got to give that. You've got to give Nickelodeon a game or two. That it's is weird. so much fun. They just they make it at actual like. Uh, it's almost it makes it really that much more fun to watch because no, it's it no. makes it throws in one we well, gotta remember we're all watching a game and Nickelodeon makes sure to make they make it that much fun watching a game. Um, the telecast crew, I mean, they're okay. No, they need a different telecast yeah, crew. The, tel- the main guy, the, the head uh, analyst guy, he's not bad. Nate, Bur- I, they keep Nate Burleson. He's fine. Uh, he gets kind of corny up there sometimes, but he's uh, he's not bad. Keep Young Dylan on the sidelines though, because that kid is a star. He is awesome to uh, when they go into him, and then his post game interview with Debo was fantastic. NFL, please. Give me a couple of Nickelodeon games this year because that would that would really be great. Because um, you don't know how much I enjoyed that. Then of course Monday following up with the Manning telecast and uh, ESPN. This is all stuff that they should be doing on a regular. I agree, I agree with you. And ESPN so that they can keep that. Just do away yeah. with just do away with Steve Levy and all those guys. <laughs> I know Preston doesn't like that, but no, it's just hey, too much gold that with the, with Peyton and trust Eli. Me, I love the Eli, the, the Manning. Um, Podcast, it's fantastic. But I, I just, to me, like you don't get the full effect of a game. Like if you're sitting at I a bar, dis- I disagree, man. If you're, si- if you're just... sitting at a bar and you're, you're with all your buddies watching the game, I really don't want Eli and Peyton just broadcasting the game. And that I disagree. Sense. If I they think were actually broadcasting with with the full sound and everything and be able to hear all this stuff, that'd be one thing. But just getting them uh, just sitting there talking, interviewing people, like, that doesn't get me hyped. It's awesome. I love hearing those stories and do those things. I don't need that for playoff football. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I'm just going to be honest with you. You just made a point earlier to say that Peyton Manning is the smartest quarterback of all time. And watching bro, him break stuff knows, down. Yeah, watching him break stuff down, bro. Oh, it's amazing. Nobody can do that. Yeah, but. Troy Aikman, yeah, whatever, cool, yeah. But Peyton Manning, bro, it's just different. Yeah. With Eli and then that little rivalry they have going well, let them go on. Do the rivalry, national bro. broadcasting. No, hundred percent. I agree. If they, they should. That, I'm 100% they should. on board. Because trust me, I do not like what ESPN has to offer. Monday Night Football is like the worst broadcast in like It's sports. terrible. I mean, they just – Monday – I mean, what, after they – it went away Wait, from Al Michaels and yeah. John Madden. I mean, it just went. Oh, it's just gone huh. downhill. Basically, when they got the booger mobile, I, I signed off. I was. I was. When dead. they got the what? The booger mobile. The what the what is that? Booger McFarlane? His little tizzle like cart. Booger McFarlane. I don't no, like Booger terrible. McFarlane either. He's they, they had awful. him on the sideline on, like on this a, like weird cart deal where he was like riding around on the cart talking during the game. It if, was just like it was awful. If a snapping turtle evolved into a uh, human, mm-hmm. that's Booger McFarlane. Yeah. Have you seen his hands? Ugh. Yeah, his Booger sucks. Are He's terrible. Oh, my God. The second thing I was going to bring up, because you know now some of these, a lot of these teams, we've been hearing head coaching stuff. You start hearing rumors. I texted you guys this the other day. With there's now, I guess the rumor going around. It sounds like the Vikings are going to entertain trading Kirk Cousins, and they've already got three suitors that apparently have kind of made it clear that they would be like to go after him, and that's the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Steelers. The Steelers, for me. Seems like a, a logical choice because I'm telling you right now, Steeler Nation, I'd much rather have Kirk Cousins 
for all his flaws he has than Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins. 100%. Um, I, think, I mean, Carolina is the same way. Denver, I think Denver is a team that can do better than uh, – I think they probably will end up – I think Denver will end up getting someone to, get, to go there. I don't know if it will be Russ. Well, I don't know if – In the draft, too. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at those all, – the, all three of those teams are set to draft quarterbacks in the draft. Yeah. So. I think if I, I was if I was if I was Kirk Cousins, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I would go. To, I mean, that would be my choice. That would, you better go to Pittsburgh. You got a dominant running back behind you, and Najee, or who will be the you know one of the top running backs eventually. Mm-hmm. I think the receiving cores. You know, it's not Justin Jefferson, but it's solid. I mean, it's good. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. They, so. They'll get it done. I mean, Juju. I mean, they'll have to try to resign Juju and everything, hey, but. Do you really I don't. I think Juju is a glorified number two. Yeah, uh, I think I mean, Antonio Brown made him, him look great. Yeah, um, but um, I think I think Steelers going after either Kurt or they can make a big splash. I mean, I don't I don't know uh, what would be for them would be a better story is than trying to move up in the draft and maybe going ahead and drafting Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Um, you remember? I'm not now. I I only bring this matchup. Or this comparison, because he also went to Pitt. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is on this guy's level, but the Steelers not really trying to go after Dan Marino in 83. I mean, it would be nice if they could, if, if a slight righting of a wrong. Yeah, make amends. Yeah. yeah. So, make, why not? But I think uh, I think Carolina is going to be a team that's going to make a push for a trade before they make a uh, draft in a quarterback. Um, I still think they may try to make some kind of push for Deshaun as long as all that. I mean, after hearing that story about that girl turning down that $100,000 uh, settlement from Deshaun, I don't know if this stuff's going away from him anytime soon. So I, I'm, I am starting to lean on. I don't know if Deshaun is even going to play next year. Yeah. Um, but Kirk Cousins going to any one of those teams would be really interesting. Um, and it's going to be fun in the soft season hearing these uh, rumors come out. No, that, that's a good point, man. Um, yeah, you said that the other night made me think. I think you you plug Kirk Cousins in that Steelers team, and uh, boy, they they look a lot better than they did the other yeah. night. The thing I, about Kirk Cousins right though is he will he has that Matthew Stafford complex. There's times that he will just look like oh absolutely, Dude, who the fuck are like you yeah. are great, bro. Mm-hmm. But we've talked and then about there's this times it's like you look like Tony Rombo. <laughs> in the playoffs, yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. What, and then, of course, sure. if that happens, it'll be see, interesting to see where the Vikings go, uh, what they do. Because my God, you look at that team and what they have with Thielen, uh, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. You know, KJ Osborne was really great toward the end of the season, and then they're going to give Irv Smith. I mean, that offense is electric. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. why I just don't know. Why I don't it understand makes sense getting rid of Cousins. Because I don't understand it. You got to replace Cousins with a guy just like Cousins that. You're trusting more than Cousins, so it's like I, I just don't. Would you know. rather have Kirk Cousins over Russ? This seems to be a thing where you start hearing these teams. I have a feeling that a lot of these teams are going to make a big push for Russ. Yeah, I mean that that that's got to be the. Move. I mean, other than that, I really don't know who else. I mean, yeah, Russ makes and, sense. Minnesota got that new stadium, bro, where you don't have to worry about any outside weather effect. Like, if yeah. I was Russ and he's in the latter part of his career. You know, he has more years behind him than he does in front of him as far as NFL. Um, 
bro. That'll be a good place to play in, man. It's comfy. Good I'm, team around you. Really Dalvin Cook and Jefferson. Like that being said, I think if middle, like Carolina, I think in Minnesota. I think Minnesota will throw their hat into the Sean thing, and I think if they find out anything that this thing might, I, like I mentioned, I don't know if it's going to go away, but if they have any inkling that it is going to go away, then Minnesota's, I guarantee Minnesota's throw the bank at Houston to get Deshaun Watson with that, those that guys. That would be the move. That would be the move, honestly. And but if they, they, if they got the Deshaun time. Watson with that yeah. offense. I just I think we got to take his name out of the hat until we yeah, figure yeah. that yeah. out. It's all, it's all pipe dreams I, I with just, Deshaun. I just thought it was all going to be solved by now. We would know one way or the other uh, because I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Like you said, I don't know if he plays next year. And so – if that's the case, then let's just forget him for a second. No, I think it really is Russ. Russ is the guy. I that's, agree. That's where you got to make your move. It's hard to forget that, Deshaun, though. I mean, well, let's throw this. Let's throw one more guy in there real quick, just because. Depending on what they do with their head coach, what if you thought? What if Derek Carr says, "I don't want to stay in Vegas"? You throw Derek Carr with those guys, with Justin Jefferson. We now talk of him getting a top tier guy. Minnesota becomes very intriguing. That's big, bro. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I think that's like. I think it's a very lateral move with Cousins. I just. I mean, Carr shows that he can go out there and literally. I mean, he's what he's thrown for 500 yards before, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy when I say that. I think he's actually done that once or twice. Um, I just have a little bit more faith in Carr than I do. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I, I just Carr's a better leader. Yeah, I he don't has, think Cousins could have done with the Raiders what Carr did, especially the end of the no, season. No, I was just about to get to the point. Right Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say the exact same thing. So, yeah, there's yeah. just something about Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean he. I want to see him in a winning situation. See, yeah, I, 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 argue the other way. I argue there's just something about Derek Carr to where it's like I just don't know if that's ever going to transition to. He's been playing for the Raiders. Let's be honest, dude. It's, <laughs> it's the hair. The hair has turned yeah, you yeah, off. He's that's, been that's playing, a big part. He, he, he kind of looks like Megamind with yeah, his hair. He does. Right? He does. Yeah. Like buzz cut to yeah. Whatever yeah, he's he got. Needs to, his wife now. needs to get on his ass. He needs to figure something out that whole situation. But I don't know. I just I don't know if he's the. I just think that's too lateral move with Cousins because Cousins showed. He's a proven quarterback with those guys. I mean, sure. we saw with that last game without Cousins and how awful that offense looked. Bro, with those guys, I'd go in the NFL and throw for 2,500 yards. <laughs> yeah. You know, 15 touchdowns. But that's a bit, that, it also says a lot that he's done it with these guys, and they're also looking to trade him. Right. That's so. true, too. Well, because he d- makes too many boneheaded he, moves. Yeah, so I, make, they, I, I wonder if they're trying Carr, to dump on that contract, too. I yeah, think Derek Carr contract. can come in there, though, and just – Looking at him, from what I've seen of him as a leader for that team, I just think he can make such a difference. I agree. That's that's I agree. Especially I agree. 100%. With all this young talent around him, I just think from that aspect alone. So well, we'll dive into more of the off season moves like that after the season ends because it is going to get spicy. I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to have to make moves uh, to try to be competitive because the good news for them is a lot of these quarterbacks that we're alluding to, uh, especially in the NFC, are uh, getting pretty old. So yep. they're not going to be around forever, so, which means someone's going to have to take that next step like the Mahomes-Josh Allen thing that's going on over in the AFC. For, uh, the in, you know, going to have to see something similar like that in the NFC. Yeah. So, so um, and then just find the thing. I mean, we're pretty much saying, even if, he say he w- doesn't win, are you guys thinking that, 
Aaron Rodgers coming back next year if he doesn't win, even if he doesn't win this year? Because I tend to if he if he does win if he doesn't win if he does win I tend to think he might retire. He's either going to retire or come back to Green Bay. Okay, so Green Bay, so Green Bay. I think we're all that's going to be Green Bay or Green Bay or bust for him. I just don't see him. I just don't see him staying with Green Bay. I think he's that kind of guy. I'll be like, if they lose, they lose. I definitely don't see him coming back to Green Bay. Hell no. If they win. I just think it ultimately. They would have I, to give I, I him. I think as of right as of today, I think he's gone no matter what. If he okay, if he wins, and they sit down with him and assess things, and they're like, okay, who do you want to keep? Who do we need to get? And they yeah, start but why paying do the that guns? now though? I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, because they have to shut the up and get it done. I just, I think at this point, they're just going to stand their ground thinking, okay, he's got two, three years left anyway. I mean, it'd be nice to try to run it back and get another one, but we got to If Aaron Rodgers has two to three years left and every time he's putting you in a position to possibly win the Super Bowl, why the would you move well, on why to would you, Why would you do what you've done to him at this point? I mean, he's yeah. shown for because years. There's no, who's the only, you know there's no like real like owner of the, the Packers, right? Right. It's a collection of people that own the Packers and then they have people run the situation. Right. Like, I think that's one reason why. <laughs> it's because it's just like, you, I feel like you have a bunch of people running the Packers that don't know how to treat people. This, <laughs> so this is... Because Brett Favre had the same yeah. type issue and everybody wanted to make it seem like Brett Favre is being a big old bitch. And then he ended up going to the Jets and then he ended up going to the Vikings. Vikings. And balling out with the fight, and they should have went to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? But, um. Fucking dirty saying. I think it's something, whoever's <laughs> running the Packers, they really need to reassess what they're doing. I, mean, I agree. I totally to have agree. Two, to put him in And that. I'm talking like two all time great quarterbacks be pissed at you over something. Something's not right. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, well, then that opens the, if he leaves, it opens my door again because they're going to franchise tag Devontae. So it just opens it up to what I said before. Hey, Derek Carr, come on down. Damn, yeah. If they, that, I hate the franchise tag. I hate it too. I hate it so I hate much it too. because Allen I, Robinson, I understand it. I understand it, but I hate it. Allen Robinson got stuck in Chicago. Yeah. And I feel so bad for him to be stuck in that bullshit. And, and I'm saying, like, I'm not saying Chicago's a bad place. I'm saying, like, the people who were running the team and putting and together the schemes for him, they fucking suck. So I'm sorry, Allen Robinson, but I hate the franchise tag. We'll clearly touch on this more, and then, yeah. I, you know, probably once the season's over, we can rank her. If it's even if it's just, you know, theoretically, who would be the free agent quarterbacks, mm-hmm. we can rank them. But, yeah, just interesting stuff. It's going to get juicy, the offseason. I always love it. Yeah. Well, I think – um, moving on to the NBA, um, I think the big story happened just what last night. The uh, Lakers. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty crazy. Moving on to the NBA, uh, the Lakers played the Pacers last night, um, and I think at one point they were down in the fourth quarter. I can't remember the exact score. I think it was ninety-seven to uh, maybe one hundred two, something like that. But anyway. They bench Russ. Yeah, with like what three and a half minutes. Yeah, they bench like Russ, and I'm not mad about it. They lost to a Russ. Pacers team that's pretty much saying Look, they're going on a fire Russ, sale. Russ, 
I don't know what you're doing. I don't know where your mindset is, but you do not know how to play team ball. And as much as I love Russ and I appreciate what he's done for, you know, the city of, like, just Oklahoma in general and how he stayed. And, you know, I wasn't that big a fan of Russ until KD left because I always felt like Russ low-key was holding KD back because he was trying to be the man when really KD was the man. Please tell us more, Antoine Bayless. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you sound exactly like Skip Bayless, really? yeah. No, I do. He's, feel, he's made these exact same points. I, I mean, I, I, I do feel I like understand that. there were times yeah. in the finals when he was going against LeBron, and I was like, Russ, why the fuck are you shooting the ball, dude? Like, give it to KD. What are you give doing? Give it to Harden. Yeah, give it to Harden. Like, stop shooting the ball. Um, I don't know what's going on in Russ' head, man. I think. I think the Lakers just need to cut their ties, man. I think they need to trade and get somebody else. I think they need to trade and get a draft pick. I guarantee you could plug somebody else in that in that spot, in that point guard spot, and, and watch you start seeing them going on a win streak. Right now they're depending on Russ. AD's not playing. Um, they're depending on Russ to step up, and he's just not doing it. Here's the deal. Here's his last five games, and they've been one and four in these last five games. He's gone 14, 15, 19, 8, and 6. He's shooting 29, 33, 46, 14, and 16. They've lost to – I mean, the Grizzlies are great. They've lost to the Kings. They stink. The Nuggets are good. Utah's good. And Indiana has made it very clear they are going on a fire sale. They are going to trade everybody and start over. Why they're doing that, I have no idea. But they're not great. I, it's time to really start exploring options. I think you can you really you need can, to explore some options. You're lucky. I mean, and this is I. I understand they're lucky. They're even in the position they are in right now, and can try to still make this move to salvage at least get into the playoffs. I Russ is a big is a big part of the headache for this Lakers team. They've also got other big problems. They are Injuries. a terrible defensive team, like bad. Um, and that's why Russ got benched. Yeah, cause he's because not, they had a game plan to stop um, stop somebody from going to Levert. their right. Yeah, Levert from going to his right, and Russ didn't angle himself to play that defensive role. Like he didn't. Russ isn't doing what he needs to do. He's not playing team ball. He's out here trying to dunk on people and be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm Russ, and I still got my my athletic ability." But bro, you're not playing team ball. Russ is at a point now too where if you can trade him to a team where he can just be the focal point. And just let him end his career. Um, going out on that note, I mean, it's it's sad to see, but it's about the only move you can do right now. Maybe you can get some good pieces for him. Um, who, I don't, who wants that? I, I, that's the thing. That's I don't know. The problem. That's the problem. showing that he can't play with another superstar. Anytime he goes on a team and everybody, when he went to the Rockets, they were supposed to be super Him team. and Harden, yeah, they're best friends. And they weren't. Yep. He went to he went to play with the Wizards. He went with Bradley Bill. It took Bradley Bill getting like, hurt for that like team shit. to turn it around, and exactly. Russ was the reason why. Russ but he didn't have Bradley Bill there to to you know. What Russ about, can't play what about with if you just send in the Nets, let Harden, Katie, and him just one more shot? I can't together. watch. I can't, so that what, would piss me off. Yeah, anyway, that would piss, so what? Him and Kyrie. That would piss me off. You would I about, see that he would have shit. to come out. He would have to come off the bench for that. So, I don't know. Maybe send him. Put Send them back to the fucking thunder. <laughs> Put them back on the thunder, bro. Like, end your career with Oklahoma City. Lose, so. no, man, that's, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. And you know they are I mean? actually they're in that point now where they are starting to really lose. We need to sell yeah. some tickets, so bring Russ so back. Just put Russ back at the thunder, man. And, and, and 
just and to, figure out what you can do to salvage the season because they're not going to not be in a situation to compete for the playoffs, with especially when AD returns and you know LeBron playing the way he's been playing. Um, and I'm not even sure AD's going to – I mean, you know, even before he got hurt, AD wasn't playing very well. No, and uh, so, no. I mean, they were still losing. So it it's not a bad thing. It pisses me off because – it pisses me off because LeBron's playing MVP basketball, but people need to step up on that team and, and, and realize that we have this opportunity to be more than what we are and we're not – we look like shit. They look like an embarrassment. They, they, they are the biggest embarrassment just because of what they've put together. They are the biggest embarrassment in the league. And, I mean, I, they just came out the other day. Uh, they are talking about uh, – the media was talking about Frank Vogel is basically coaching for his job every day. If I, Why would you want to be a part of that, Frank Vogel? I mean, seriously, why? I mean, it's not his fault, though. I know that's what I'm saying, but they, but they're going to put it on Frank Vogel. I mean, how and they shouldn't put they it need, on they Frank need Vogel. A fall guy, and, it's and, and LeBron and Frank, needs to step up and say something. And that's the kind of personality Frank Vogel is. Is he's a fall guy? I mean, that's you know he's had some. He's done well at places, you know, coaching wise. But he'll end up being the fall guy. They'll get another yes man in there for LeBron, and they'll probably still be doing the same shit. It doesn't it's, matter. It's just crazy because he just won you a championship. Before LeBron got hurt last year, they were the number one or two team in the conference. And LeBron was number one for MVP, the MVP race. Bro, that's bullshit if you get rid of Frank Vogel. I'm just saying, like, whatever he's doing, he's been doing it right. And all of a sudden, you put this team of future Hall of Famers, but they're not in their prime together. And expect him to be go out there and just dominate the league, and that's just not the case. You have a bunch of people who are used to being individual superstars, and that doesn't mean that you're going to come together and be a team. So. Yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of wild to see. I think they'll. I mean, obviously, I agree. I think they need to trade Russ, get someone else in there. Um, but I, if I had to say which one's going to happen first, Frank Vogel's probably going to get fired first before they trade Russ. Um, I mean, both could definitely happen, but they'll probably do that before they do uh, trade him. Because you don't think somebody, so? Frank Vogel came out and said that they told him to manage Russ the way he needs to. So there's some something going on in 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 the, in the workings where Russ is becoming an issue, and Russ knows he's an issue and he's not willing to admit it. But it's kind of crazy because I don't feel like any of his teammates are stepping up and saying he's not the problem. You oh yeah, it's, I mean? it's definitely yeah. LeBron's not doing it. He is the problem. LeBron's not saying anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, knows. And LeBron knows. I mean, LeBron's not happy, bro. And just think, I'm gonna just something positive real quick on Russ because we talked about that dunk he did. That dunk he did on Go Bear the other night was vintage Russ. But you know what I loved? I loved when they uh, ESPN or one of the NBA they said uh, they said caption caption this. It was a photo that photo of Russ dunking on Go Bear, and literally it's the back of LeBron's head. <laughs> he wasn't celebrating? No, it's just the back of his head. Have you seen the back uh, of his head? Oh, you're talking about his Reese's Cup? Yeah. Oh, Reese's yeah. Cup? It's like a... <laughs> they said somebody compared the back of his head because LeBron even made fun of it. They yeah. said it looks like when you unwrap a Reese's Cup and, it, you know, the little chocolate's left in the You literally, you literally <laughs> look at the next, like, seven to ten, like, comment. That's all, like, drawings of that spot on LeBron's head. It's hilarious. Yeah, but, um, no, it, the Lakers are going to be an interesting uh, thing to watch. I mean, just as a, as a team. I mean, where they're at in the West right now, I just – I'm still I, – I think they could make the playoffs. I, I have, I'm really having doubts right now. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's 
it's just frustrating to watch because, you know, I do want to see Carmelo and LeBron in the playoffs together and competing for a championship, but they they're gonna do anything, man. It's February or it's about to be February. Yeah, the you trade deadline's in three you weeks. Have to make moves yesterday. <laughs> so yeah. you need to get it together, um, Lakers. Preston did touch on something real quick, uh, before that, before we uh probably move on. Uh uh your Chicago Bulls, Lonzo Ball. I think he's out, what, is it four to six, six to eight? Six, six to eight, eight weeks. Yeah. Ooh, how big a hit is that? Surgery on his knee. Like, uh, it's a big hit, but um, we, still have, we still the have guy? Kobe White coming off the bench. Oh, okay, Kobe White be the guy? Yeah, and he, he, you know, I feel like he could come in and, and fill in for Lonzo. Um, as long as we can get Zach Levine back healthy here in the next couple of weeks, I don't know how long, how long he's out. They're not really saying that. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is still playing at a high level. Yeah. Um, I think we got the win yesterday against the Cavs. And, you know, the Cavs have been balling. Yep, you so did. So that's a big win. 117-104. 117-104. I think DeMar dropped 30. Yep, he did. He dropped 30. So, uh, Lonzo Ball is a big hit, man. It just sucks that, he, you know, he's been having a really good year. Um, but that man, he cannot stay healthy. He's as it's fragile so, as sad. freaking glass. Dude. He's a Mr. Like, glass. Yeah, he really is. So, uh well, hopefully he can figure some things, or hopefully he can get back healthy, and then we'll have him in time for a playoff push. Um, but I think Kobe White can get step in and, and, and fill in that role for him. And then Preston, uh, our Thunder talk, they're two and eight in the last ten, uh, and they seem to be a little bit more into tank mode. I like it. I like yeah. it. Hey, t- tickets are cheap. We should go to a game. That would be cool. We should well, all go I, to a game I, for I sure. I've been in a couple years, so um, well, three. Years. Um, another thing I wanted to before COVID. Are we? Talk about the what? Charles Barkley situation. Oh yeah, well, this, uh, Charles Barkley uh, came out and said that uh, he's uh, pretty tired of Kyrie Irving, which is probably a good portion of the country too. Uh, and said he just kind of hopes the Nets lose. <laughs> Basically saying, hey, not only fuck you to Kyrie, but hey, fuck you, KD. Yeah. Fuck you, you know, uh, Steve Nash. Yeah. Basically, fuck Brooklyn. I feel like it's one of those situations where. You have to look at how these old school guys feel for a minute. I know they get a lot of hate um, as far as, you know, the things that they say, the comments they make back in my day, back in my day. But a lot of these old school guys paved the way for people like Kyrie Irving to be able to come in and play basketball. On top of that, be able to come in and play basketball and make the money that you make, making 35 plus million dollars a year. Charles Barkley paved that way. Um, Shaquille O'Neal paved that way. Michael Jordan paved that way. Clyde Drexler. All of these old school guys who complain about, you know, the way the, these guys make decisions now or the way they play basketball. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like that's why they're extremely frustrated with some of the things that happen. Um, for Charles Barkley to say that, I'm not mad at him at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at him at I get all it. because, you know, <sighs> Kyrie just needs to he it just pisses me off. He's so talented and I think I've said this before. He's so talented but he never puts the team first. No, it's Kyrie. He, it's always Kyrie and what I want to do and then everything else comes second. And I just feel like when you have the situation you have in Brooklyn to have James Harden, to have Kevin Durant, to have everything kind of revolved around what you wanted mm-hmm. in Brooklyn and then for you not to play and then for you to only come and play away games, even though I know yeah. that's it's not his fault, but it's his fault. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
I'm not mad at what Charles Barkley said, bro. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. I'm not. I you. I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I'm not mad at him for what he said. Uh, you know, I've been a fan of Kyrie too, but you know, Kyrie does Kyrie. He goes by the beat of his own drummer and does what he wants, and you know, it is what it is. It's easy to make $35 million a year, too, and kind of be like, oh, I'm going to do this the way that I want to do it and deal with the consequences later. It's like... They think the money makes them entitled. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's, like that's not the case. And unfortunately, a lot of, there, there are, unfortunately, there's a lot of cases of athletes where situations like that happens and they become that kind of entitled. Well, I mean, I'll tell you right now. It just seems like um, two, three years ago, I was a giant NBA fan. I mean, I watched, I mean, probably, let's say, average three three games a week of Thunder. I probably would watch at least two of them, you know, something like that a week. Um, super into it. Everything else outside of the game that um, where athletes started speaking out on a lot of things and stuff like that, it pushed me away. I mean, to be honest, it, there's just too much stuff that I think it, it just became too much for me. And I've just never really recovered as an NBA fan. I mean, it, it just it became LeBron runs the league, and um, that's what it's about. So outside of that, it's just that's just not for me. Politics doesn't belong. They don't belong in basketball, but at the same time, sports. I mean, it's sports in general. But at the same time, people speaking on how they feel about certain things when it comes to uh, anything like. Kyrie, I understand where he's coming from, but he does need to put the team first in this situation. Yeah. Yep. Right? Other matters, depending on what you're talking about. I don't even know what your flatter yeah. flatter theory. I yeah. don't even know. Other that. matters, depending on what you're talking about, like you should speak up on it and it's okay to do it in your personal time. I don't think it belongs in the game, but when you're on this stage, this is how they this is how they use their voice. Yeah. So it is what it is from that aspect. Yeah. But politics don't belong to sports regardless. Like, I don't I don't like it. Um, but unfortunately, it, it, it happens. <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of – because it's crazy because if these players weren't speaking up for certain things, they would get so much hate. They speak up on certain things, they get a lot of hate. So it's kind of – it's a catch-22. Yeah. It's a right? lose-lose It's a catch-22. It's okay for them to spend money on charity and do stuff for kids and do this – but if they speak on something or, or how they feel, it's a problem. Yeah. When it's detrimental to your, your team and everybody, you need to reassess what you're doing and put your personal feelings behind, depending on the situation, like Kyrie Irving and his vaccine shot. You you make too much money, and you've set this whole situation up to not be there for your team. So you need to focus on that, and you need to handle your business. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. It's it's crazy. <laughs> uh, Sam, what, do you have anything you wanted to add for sure. entertainment? Yeah, there's been uh, some news that's come out today in entertainment. Real quick, I wanted to give a uh, – because it's only been four episodes in. Peacemaker, new show on HBO Max. Wait, it's four episodes in already? Yeah. It's like you it's, watched they, it? They dropped, what, three? They dropped the now, first three. Yeah, and then, and then they dropped the fourth. Then I no, think, I have not. Then I've they not go – it they got, it's an eight-episode show. So they put out the first three. 
It's uh, it's fantastic. It's I mean, if anybody who's I was a huge fan of Suicide Squad uh, movie from last year. It was in my top ten favorites uh, last year. Number movies. two was so much better than number one, bro. Yes, the yeah, the, the, getting James Gunn to direct that uh, the guy who's done Guardians of the Galaxy, getting him to do that and let him kind of go get that R rating and just really hammer it home. Just made it so much more fun. The characters were more interesting. I mean, Harley Quinn was was great in it, but Idris Elba was fantastic. The dynamic between yeah. him and John Cena was really good. Uh, was out, just a home run. Did you watch it, person? I've seen the first one. You didn't watch number two. You didn't watch. You didn't I, watch the other one. You'll have more fun with I it. I didn't really like the, the the what ended up being the main villain. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, well, that's and that's and, mm. you know that's always been kind of a Marvel issue. I mean, DC's usually had great villains, so having that be the main villain was kind of like you're like, oh wow, this is a Marvel issue. It's like yeah. it's not a great villain, but everything else involved in the movie was great. It was hilarious. It was violent. Uh, the chemistry between the characters was great, but. They, giving John Cena his own show for his character is another great idea, and it's a great thing that WB has teamed up with HBO Max for this kind of stuff because they're going to do the same thing with for the Batman. They're going to give uh, it's kind of, it's it's similar in a way to Gotham, the TV show from Fox, but it's going to focus. It's going to uh, be uh, obviously more gritty, like the movie's going to be, but it's it's just going to be telling different stories. This here, you get John Cena's story, his background. It's hilarious. You get some of the same characters that were kind of the office people with uh, Viola Davis's character, Amanda Waller, and they're great. I mean, she's the dynamic. Savage. Yeah, she's a savage, and these guys in this team were <laughs> hilariously savage too. And it just it, it's just so much fun. It just the fun that you had with Suicide Squad. You get it in this. John Cena's a stupid, likable hero that you can you can root for. Uh, he's got a he's got another little friend, Vigilante, who's a great new character addition to this. Is it's, he a hero or is he a hero like Venom? He's like an anti-hero because, anti-hero, you know, right? when someone says they're all about peace, they don't care how many men, women, or children they have to kill to get it. They're an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I highly recommend it. Uh, it's a great new show coming into uh, 2022. Uh, tomorrow, uh, season four, part one of Ozark starts. Uh, that is my – that's the show I've been anticipating. And it's so funny that it comes the day after 14 years since Breaking Bad started because Ozark gives me major Breaking Bad vibes. Um, and it's getting nothing but rave reviews so far. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm so excited for this. Uh, I've actually got uh, Jake Owen tickets tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to see that. But as soon as I get home, I'm watching Ozark. Yeah, I cannot wait. wait. No, it's, it'll be out tomorrow. tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. So, I can't wait to watch that. I never finished season three. Uh, we need to finish season three. Finish. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to spoil this. I'm not spoiling anything. I'm just excited about that. Oh, that's um, awesome. It's the like stuff that's coming out for this month. You know that is a pretty. That would be my number one thing to watch for this month. Would be uh would be Ozark. Uh, a couple new uh, news coming out. Uh, it sounds like Apple TV's uh, going to be doing a Godzilla spinoff series. They've got oh, that in the works. God, um, depending, I mean, I, I don't know. Going into it, I'm not sure if it's going to be. I guess it's going to be more following the 2014 movie, the one that had like Brian Cranston in it, than these le- last few ones. Which the last few ones are fun. I, say, mm-hmm. I can only watch Godzilla downtowns get Kong destroyed so, so many times. <laughs> Godzilla vs. King Kong pissed me off. Wow! Did he not kick King Kong's ass enough? No, because I was rooting for King Kong, 
And I just felt like the whole time it was just Godzilla whooping his ass. And I'm like, bro, what's the fucking point of having this shit, bro? Like, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be King Kong versus Godzilla, not Godzilla wipes his ass with King Kong. Yeah. So that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um, they announced today that the runtime for the new Batman movie uh, is going to be uh, two hours and 47 minutes. Wow. That is the longest Batman movie ever, um, and I cannot wait. If they wanted to go three, I would have went with three. Let me ask you a question. This for the both of you. How do you feel about uh, these superhero movies starting to do a lot more, become R-rated, like Deadpool, like uh, Suicide Squad? I don't know what Batman's. I don't know what Batman's rated. It'll be PG. It's PG thirteen. But I feel like. Do you feel like they're gaining more? Um, by doing that, or are they losing more as far as when you have an R-rated superhero movie, you can't really bring kids in there to see titties and cussing and different things like that, but is it, is it, is it, is it too, titties. is yeah. it too, is it too real? on the titties. <laughs> I mean, Deadpool was jacking off, bro. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> with a little hand. So it, it's just like, how do you feel about, how do you feel about it? You have to be, you can't, so it depends on how, if for the source material. Because um, this is the one thing that now with Deadpool being bought, with uh, Fox being bought up by Disney, they saw Deadpool 3 they got to do. I mean, is it going to get watered down being at Disney? Disney's just said all the right things. That's not going to. But at the same Good time, point. at the same time, too, is Disney going to be like, oh, yeah, we can watch you, you know, talk about jacking off and, you know, have like baby legs that almost show your pe- that your penis and all these other stuff for Hell Deadpool no. that make Deadpool so much fun. Um it's good. That's. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, you look at it right now. As far as our ratings, I don't think they're super detrimental to. I mean, superhero movies are different because it. it you look at what the PG thirteen versions make to compare to the R rated ones. That being said, uh, Deadpool one made three hundred sixty three mil three hundred sixty three million domestically seven seven hundred eighty two worldwide so I don't think it's hurting it that much I mean Venom is an interesting case because most a lot of people complain because the the comics are so violent that uh, they want it to be rated R but at the same time too you can push enough boundaries of PG thirteen to still be okay that's true I don't think you could ever make like. Superman or The Flash an R-rated movie? No. But Batman could Batman is a Batman would be an interesting test case. Batman could definitely be an R-rated movie and I wouldn't be mad about it. I mean, look at Deadpool 2. I mean, it made 785 million worldwide, 324 domestic. Yeah, I mean, why they're Disney, still not that's why hurting. Disney can't be like, oh, oh, F that. We're not going to make this an R-rated movie because you're out here, you didn't make $1.4 billion with two movies with Deadpool. Yeah, and right? so I mean, so, you're, you're it's an interesting it's an interesting point. I mean, it's something that a lot of people have fretted on with Disney um, getting some of these movies brought in. I mean, Disney, I I would have worried about Disney if Logan if Logan had been made under Disney's watch if it would have been rated R. Cuz you're talking about one of the best R-rated comic movies of all time. Oh my god, Logan was so good. Um, it was and it's so good. I mean, is it going to be that same R-rated? Is that same violence going to be shown in it? I mean, it's it's questions to ask. But as far as, like, box office numbers go, I don't think it hurts it that much. I want to see another X-Men Origins movie. Since you said that. And you know who I want to see? My favorite X-Men was Gambit. Here's the thing. And at one point in time, they were saying Shannon. Shannon you know, Channing Tatum you know was Gambit, on. Gambit is? 
You ever watch Friday Night Lights? What? You know who played Tim Riggins? Mm-hmm. So in X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Gambit was in that, and he played Gambit. Oh, nice. And they should have just ran it with Taylor Kitsch as Gambit. Nice. You don't know who Gambit is? I mean, if you show me, I'm probably... Remember from my childhood. He's he, 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 card. You make me stuff. feel like such a dork. But uh, just well. while they're looking that up, I get what I get. So it's funny because it, this just got announced a little while ago. Saw this. Uh, HBO Max is making a sequel to a Christmas story. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, yes. Actually, I remember the cartoon down there at the bottom. Bro, you have to hurt yeah. my feelings, bro. Yeah. The guy with the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they announced they are making a sequel to A Christmas Story with the what? original guy uh, coming back to play adult Ralphie. Here's the, the Yep, he's going to be playing. And here's the quick synopsis for that. Kick our ex for a real gun. A sequel to A Christmas Story is in the works for HBO Max. What's an AR? <laughs> the film, my God. Can I get this Glock? <laughs> No, uh, son, it's too dangerous. The film falls an adult Ralphie who returns to Cleveland Street to deliver his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had growing up. God, I hope it's not with an AR. Please don't let it be that. Uh, and that's interesting. The problem I have with these sometimes is that is that they wait too long in between sequels. Let's the bullies. <laughs> they wait so long. I, mean, don't, I don't want this movie to turn into a, a school shooting movie. Get, his kids getting bullied and then just it's uh, but uh it's gonna be I don't know I'll watch it you know uh, Christmas stories we alluded to on the Christmas movie draft uh you know it's a it's a classic I mean it's on 24 hours a day on Christmas so it'll be interesting to see it just sometimes I just think they wait too long with sequels that it just doesn't work you look at dumb and dumber uh you look at uh yeah you look at some of these ones that they just wait too long with I mean so it'll be interesting to see if there wasn't what sequel if there was a sequel that they would bring back Philly and then we can end it after this mm-hmm. what sequel would you actually want to see or be excited for them to make I can tell like you right from an older movie like The Mask if they brought a Mask sequel oh okay from that because I can tell yeah. you right now a movie I want a sequel to more than anything is the movie The Nice Guys that movie deserves a sequel. Okay. But, so uh, give, me, give me like give me an older movie you would have wanted to see remade or a sequel you too Man, this is... Uh, Ooh, give me one. Just one. I know, I know. I'm just trying to think. You know, I would like to see a sequel to The Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Mm. I mean, that is... Wow. That, I mean, that'd be... That'd be actually... I would have loved to... I would love to see a sequel that'd for that. I don't know if you could have pulled a more not-ever-gonna-happen movie, but that that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, what just, about you, Because that one was set up just in that same vein of, like, Lethal Weapon. I mean, it's written by the same guy, right. so... But just that, that, that to me... That movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> Opening scene, just right on the, right the handgun, just... Damn. Yeah, was it uh, um, Mr. Tybo, uh, <laughs> Billy Blanks? Yeah. I'd probably have to go Titanic. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she actually gonna let him on the, the door now. Yeah, Rose uh, is such an asshole in that movie, dude. That, man, you've you because I'm, I'm trying to think of like favorite movies. I'll give you one I don't want to see remade. What Sandlot? Oh, uh, we don't. Here's the thing: we we could get into the conversation of movies I don't want to see remade. I can't. And I they've can't already said that. they've already talked to some directors about like they. Apparently they've already hit up Steven Spielberg about Jaws, and he told them no. Good. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. Man, I, I'm serious. I'm stumped. Um, it'd probably be a. Okay, I've got one. Uh, Wedding Crashers two. 
That that's one, dude. Wedding Crashers, the first one. That's yeah. It's just such a classic. I think they could make a second one. I there's been talks about that. Vince Vaughn has said multi, over the last few years multiple times they have one yeah. in the works. And see, that's one that's tough though because I don't want them to you know have it just a. Here's the problem. All I ever wanted was an Anchorman two. Anchorman was my favorite movie from the moment I saw it. It's fantastic. So good. So long. I mean, I quoted the hell out of that movie. All I wanted was a two. When they finally announced a two, I was so excited, got it, and it just let me down so hard. Oh, yeah. It let me down, too. Um, you know, they, there's some funny parts. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's still the, <laughs> still the same guys. I mean, they, they're going to have some good stuff in it. But, yeah, let me down. So Wedding Crashers, I could kind of see that going. But ultimately, I, those guys, I mean, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn together are just magic. And all of a sudden you sprinkle a little Will Ferrell in there still. Uh, it would be, uh, be fantastic. So that, that's a series, though, because you mentioned Anchorman, too. That's, that's a good example. The one thing I'll give them this, because I don't know why The Hangover didn't wait long on their sequels. Right. They made sure to get those out quick. Now they better, they're definitely not better than the first one. Actually, I think two is a little underrated in a way because there are some parts in two that are absolutely just fucking hilarious. They're all great, Have you ever man. seen Due Date? Yeah, that shit was funny to me. So I actually don't like I don't like you as much as you do you guys do. You don't like I I I I rewatched I rewatched it again and it has some parts. The problem is is that. Robert Downey, you, you gotta at least like one of you gotta at least like the characters. And Robert Downey Jr.'s character was a dick. I know, but that's what makes it. Yeah, that's what makes it so funny. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just like, yeah. I, I would, like to, but I was like, I at least would like to like you. There's times where I'm like, I don't even like you. And no, so he was you want to, yeah. Like, it was funny. And Zach Galifianakis is basically playing Alan from The yeah, Hangover yeah, again. Yeah. And don't worry, it's a funny movie. It is a funny ass movie. It's just I just I, it was one of those movies I saw where I was like, kind of like how you were with you just mentioned with like Anchorman. I was a little disappointed because the the star power in it. You're getting the guy directed uh, The Hangover. You're getting Galifianakis. You're getting down in a non like uh, you know Tony Stark movie I was like this is perfect Dan- you throw Dan McBride in there in a wheelchair and it kicks the shit out of him yeah, it's perfect um, uh, but with Wedding Crashers I just hope if they do do a sequel it's one where it's not where they take they took too much time in between right. and it, it might be too much time and you might want to leave it alone but that's the first one I could think of because that one that's was, a great one I, I, I love that movie so much dude I have a couple I, will, I really want to see uh, a, a new Friday Night Lights like I know they had the whole series or whatever mm-hmm. but I really want to see like a new like Friday I want to see that type of movie it doesn't necessarily even have to be called Friday Night Lights sure. but I love Friday Night Lights like the energy from it it's just oh, how sure. real it was to a certain degree. I so. think it's just time for a new football movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would like, like, see, I would like, see, Pete, I would like to see Peter Berg, the guy who directed that. I yeah. like to see him direct another football movie. Yeah, no, like, so I want something something like that, something real, something gritty. I got you. Yeah. That would be an interesting topic in the future to talk about is, like, other movies we like to see either not get remade or maybe right. deserve sequels. Um, but, yeah, as far as entertainment goes, I mentioned to them, uh, next Thursday we are going to start doing top five into sports movies. We're going to do it singular and lead up to our next movie draft, which is going to be our sports movie draft. Um, but we'll do some weeks in before that uh, talking about uh, our top five. Next week it will be our top five basketball movies of all time, which should be a really fun one. So Perfect. Awesome. You got anything else you want to add? No. Awesome. Well, that does it for this week then. Um, 
you know, ultimately, like I said, we just got such a great set of playoff games this weekend. So oh, can't, wait. can't wait to uh, Monday show and be able to go over all that and break that all down. Um, but yeah, if you're uh, you're here in Tulsa, stay warm, uh, listen to the pod, get ready for football, and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. All right, chitty chitty bang bang. Have a good weekend, guys. Peace.